Which rookie receiver should you be buying before week seven? All that and more in this episode of the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Today's episode of Locked On Dynasty is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a deposit. Uh, 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com promo code locked on. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You could follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my fantastic co host, Marcus Mosier. You could follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And please, of course, be sure hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And uh, check us out on YouTube. Give us those thumbs up, subscribe, never miss an episode because we are going to help you win your Dynasty League this year. And we can't help you if you don't help us. So, Marcus, we are here. We're going to be talking to some rookies today. I'm very excited because, you know, we we usually have the end cap episodes. And yes. it, it's nice to get into the the nitty gritty of Dynasty. So, you had uh, you had some thoughts on what we should talk I about today. That, that's you the way we take. should start. I have a take. Uh, you hear all the time in the NFL, oh, you can find receivers anywhere. Just draft one second, third round, and you'll be fine. Kate, I'm here to tell you, I think if you put all the day two wide receivers in a bag this year, I think there's 11 of them, I think only one has increased their value since the start of the season. I think it's been a pretty disappointing day two rookie class. So let's kind of – See where we're at after six games with all of these guys. And we're going to jump right in, in order in which they were drafted, starting with Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers. Yikes, Kate. Yikes. He, he struggled to stay healthy. They, they don't really have a defined role. His first play of the season was a deep bomb that he dropped, and it seems like he's out of the circle of trust with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we know that's a very, very tight circle to break. Like, once you're out, you're out. Uh, I, I do think... There's plenty of time for Christian Watson. I mean, he's only 23 years old. Uh, he's a fantastic athlete. I I think what my take on Christian Watson is goes back to my take on him um, coming out of North Dakota State. I think it comes down to the fact that he is an incredibly gifted athlete. Uh, his, his testing shows that he can be uh, a, a phenomenal playmaker, but he has to learn – I, I think the wide receiver position more um, like physical traits got it, but this guy needs to lock down the intricacies of the position and not an ideal move to, to play with a quarterback as unforgiving as Aaron yeah. Rodgers. But I mean, the biggest issue has been health. Well, the other thing about this, though, Kate, is one of the reasons why so many people liked Aaron, or the Christian Watson selection is, oh, because he's going to be unlocked with Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is the most efficient deep ball thrower in the NFL. We said we've not seen happening. them not, yeah, we have seen them not have a connection. It's pretty clear that Aaron Rodgers is declining, and who knows how much longer he's going to be in Green Bay. And of all of Watson's value is tied into Aaron Rodgers. That that's scary. Uh, through six weeks, Kate seven catches for 52 yards for Christian Watson. Sorry. Can you repeat that? 
seven catches for 52 yards. Like that's, that's how bad Christian <laughs> Watson's. I, I mean, awful, awful. Um, uh, I, I, he, he's currently wide receiver six, uh, 46 in dynasty leagues. That feels way too high for me. It feels way too high for me. I, I, I just think I, you know, Again, this comes down to my pre-draft take. I wasn't in on Christian Watson. I thought he was overvalued. Nothing we've seen so far builds that value. And, I mean, sure, if you're in a full rebuild and you want a bunch of speculative ads, that's great. Like, take some of these dart throws. But He's just not going to help you. He's not going to help you anytime soon. No. Uh, All right. Next receiver that was drafted in the second round would have been Wondell Robinson. Uh, now, Wandell looked fantastic in the preseason. He got injured on, uh, early on in the year. He did come back for week six. He caught a touchdown, four for 42, and a score on the season. I I don't feel like his value has changed all that much since the preseason, since the draft, but it certainly hasn't you know, risen a lot either. It hasn't risen a lot. He also hasn't been healthy. Like health has been definitely a thing for some of these day two receivers, a lot of them. Um, But Wondell Robinson, I do think like out of a lot of these guys, out of most of these guys probably has, you know, the best chance of anybody at increasing his value in like, let's say the next two weeks. Like the problem with Wondell, I love Wondell. It's just, the ceiling's relatively low, right? Like he's just not going to be somebody because how how small he is and that passing offense isn't great. Like you're hoping that he develops into a wide receiver three. Anything more than that would be shocking to me. Yeah, and like Wandale, again, you go back to his size, 5'8", 178 pounds. Like for Wandale Robinson to hit, he has to very much like outplay any and all expectations that you would have for a player of his size. Um, He would have to be, uh, I think a volume based play. He just, he has to be in an enigma and is he not so sure yet, but he he needs to be a major outlier is what he needs to be. And again, if you have Wondell on your team, I think you're excited about the way that his, um, the, the rest of the season could go, but he's not somebody that I'm, going out and trying to trade for right now. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Next receiver, uh, John Mechie. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this one. Um, really unfortunate what happened here. Sounds like everything is going pretty well in not only his ACL recovery, but also it's leukemia, I believe, is what he's going through right now. But saw him on the sidelines a couple of weeks ago. Um, we wish him the best and hope that he's able to come back on the field for the 2023 season. Yeah, seriously. Uh, it just... Seems like such a great guy too, Marcus. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that little yes. um, that little thing. Uh, he brought you know a lot of the cancer patients from his hospital into the facility, gave them a tour, took them on the field. Like he seems like a very inspiring young guy. Is there anything like would you be willing to send a third round pick for John Mechie at this point? Probably not, just because I still don't trust that passing offense. I don't know who the quarterback is. Fourth. Um, Sure, I think at that point I'm I'm willing to gamble on Mechie just because of the pedigree and where they drafted him. But yeah, I I think that's probably the tipping point for me. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get to some other of these rookie receivers. But before we do that, we want to tell you about Blue Nile. 
Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile will then handcraft a perfect engagement ring, and each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle from BlueNile.com, and Locked On Dynasty listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that is LOCKEDON, plus every order is insured, and it ships free, and... It arrives in like the secret packaging that won't give away what's inside. So in case your spouse is at home picking up the mail, they'll have no idea what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. All right, Kate, let's uh, continue to run through some of these second-round receivers. Uh, pick 50 Getting overall. into interesting one. Yes, Marcus. finally getting into interesting ones. And that includes Tyquan Thornton. Uh, who made it back from the injured reserve list uh, in week six. He caught a touchdown. He's starting to look a little bit better um, on the season. Six catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. Does have a rushing touchdown. Um, is Tyquan Thornton someone you're interested in? Um, I mean, no, but. Yeah. It's just a low <laughs> like, volume pass offense. Yeah, it, it, I don't think this offense is going to be built for multiple wide receivers anytime soon. Now, uh, interesting note, like if you are a Tyquan Thornton believer, um, I mean, he's 6'3", 182 pounds. Like he he's not a Wandell Robinson. So like uh, the body's on his side. Uh, he has the draft pedigree, so that's good. And um, rumor has it we're approaching the trade deadline November 1st. And the Patriots have been fielding calls for Kendrick Bourne. Could this mm-hmm. be a moment where he steps in? Maybe if you want to be super optimistic, uh, but we've still got Johnny Smith there who uh, had a, a big boy catch last, last week um, and showed us he's still got something in him. Hunter Henry's still there. Jacoby Meyer. Like, I, I just think he, I don't want any part of this passing offense unless um, we start to see one of these guys stand out from a volume standpoint. Right now, that's Jacoby Myers. Here's the only reason that I'm not completely out on Tyquan Thornton. You look at their wide receiver situation, as you mentioned. Uh, Jacoby Myers, a free agent after the year. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, a free agent after the year. We talk, talked about Kendrick Bourne potentially being on the trade block. Devontae Parker has no guaranteed money left on his deal after this year. There's a chance that just all of these guys, or three of the four of these guys, are gone after this year. And it's Tyquan Thornton and Jacoby Myers. And if Tyquan Thornton's running 85% of the routes in this passing offense, even though it's low volume, there's a chance that, you know, he just gets the target share to, to be fantasy relevant. So I'm not completely out on Tyquan Thornton. I, I think that's fair. The The avenue there is certainly, um, it's it's paved sort of, but, uh, maybe the the pathway isn't totally clear. Like maybe there's just a, a bunch of speed bumps on that page pathway. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna lump the two these two receivers together because I actually find it kind of funny. Um, no, no, I'm not gonna let you do that, Marcus. I'm not gonna let you. Uh, I'm no, 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 no. Because no. you said ahead of the podcast that your bold take was that there was only one wide receiver yes. that has really uh, increased his value here. 
And these next two picks in the 2022 draft tell me that there's two players who have increased their value. And I'm not going to hear the slander. I'll give you the floor on George Pickens. Go ahead. Actually, I was hoping for the floor on Alec Pierce, my man. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. But also, like, George Pickens, I mean, it's very clear that with Kenny Pickett under center, and um, it sounds like he's going to be bouncing back from this concussion this week. Hopefully he clears protocols. But when Kenny Pickett is under center, I want George Pickens in my lineup. Like, I agree. There is so much upside, I think. He ranks fourth in receiving yards among rookies. And it, he still has yet to eclipse that like 60 uh, reception percentage mark on the season. Like he's, he's not getting a high percentage of these catches, but he's making big plays still needs to catch his first touchdown of the season. I, but I mean, Marcus, the possibility is all there. Um, there's no rookie wide receiver that's played more uh, receiving snaps at this point than George Pickens. Um, he's able to force tackles, uh, at a ridiculous rate after the catch. He looks good. Like he looks like an alpha wide receiver and George Pickens might just be the reason that the Steelers are potentially moving on from Chase Claypool ahead of the deadline. It's just the hype on George Pickens is out of control. Like there's no, there's no doubt that he has risen up our ranks. Like he's the guy that I was referring to that his, his stock has risen dramatically since the draft, since the offseason, since training camp. But, uh, Kate, you would think with the way social media is acting that he had like 300 more yards this season than Alex Pierce, when in fact he has six more yards and he has fewer touchdowns and he's averaging fewer yards per catch. Like there's just not a lot of difference uh, in terms of their production. There's not a lot of difference in terms of their size. I think Alex Pierce just needs a better PR team. That's that's really all it is. <laughs> I mean, I do. Th- and you know what? Like, Marcus, I think the the fact comes down to the, you know, just the the idea maybe that it's not the most exciting offense. Not that the Steelers are, but I think the Steelers have enough uh, confabulating factors that people are still kind of entranced with this entire team like the Kenny Pickett factor what can he be um you know Najee Harris is he broken like there are I think a lot more interesting questions that keep people invested in the Steelers offense than the Colts because the Colts just look bad we haven't had Jonathan Taylor here um I, I think that Alec Pierce uh has looked better than any of these rookie wide receivers if I'm being outside of Chase uh Chris Olave if yep. I'm being honest, like for me, he looks the most polished. He looks the most refined um, and he's not necessarily relying on like the George Pickens crazy OBJ catch the, to the get pro- that splash play. And the problem with Alex Pierce is, and you kind of refer to it, it's just there's more certainty in that Colts offense, right? Like when Jonathan Taylor gets back, they're going to feed him the rock. They've got Michael Pittman, who is the alpha on this team. So Pierce is kind of stuck as the wide receiver too. Where in Pittsburgh, there's a chance that Pickens by the end of the year is just the clear-cut wide receiver one. Even though the passing offense might not be great, if he's getting the lion's share of the target in the passing game, we're going to be more excited about that. So I I guess if you want to make a case that, that Pierce's stock has risen since the draft, 
I could buy it. But these are really the only two that I think are clear cut. Yeah, I think that's fair. But so wait, which of these I'm still unclear. Which of these were you referring to? Was it so Pickens? But I still think that people are starting to pick up on Alec Pierce. And I, I think that we got to make the case that people are rising there. Cause yes, I, mean, I would agree. It, let's not, let's not just throw the baby out with the bathwater. We know the Colts are garbage, but Alec Pierce is not. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right. One more player here that I want to mention in this group, because he went right after it was Pickens at pick 52 Pierce at pick 53 sky Moore at pick 54 uh, sky Moore six for a hundred on the season been in and out of the lineup. Uh, it seems like he kind of got benched after, was I think, week two, week three. Um, Got to be honest, Kate, a little bit disappointed with what we've seen from Sky Moore so far. We should be a lot disappointed with what we've seen from Sky Moore. Um, and that's not to say, like, Sky Moore is a receiver that I'm probably going to be targeting in a lot of trades after this season because I do think that uh, I believe in the talent. I believe in the scheme fit. But – you know, sometimes uh, again, like not every single wide receiver is an automatic hit in year one. Like that, I remember back in my day, it took plenty of time for you know some of these young, young bloods to really develop into the players they are meant to be. Um, but Sky Sky Moore, like I said, I I just love the scheme fit. He has that second round draft pedigree. He's tied to the best quarterback in the NFL. His biggest problem for me is the fact that he selected number 24 as his jersey number. Like, <laughs> maybe if we got that switched out, we'd see the breakout. But I mean, for right now, that's, that's uh, a I good think problem. You're right. I, I didn't even think about it. that's exactly why he's failing in Kansas. City. It's a hundred percent like that is the only reason in my mind. But I mean, it, you know, we've got to see him start to to take over in that offensive role. The thing that I thought was interesting is that we have um, like, you know, seen that decrease in special teams snaps yeah. also um, for what it's worth. Like there's a, a, you know, a slight increase in those offensive snaps, which is good, but I, I don't like that this team isn't trusting him on special teams right now. I mean, they shouldn't, he basically lost him the yep. Colts game, but yeah. uh, just, to show how much his stock has fallen, June 2022, uh, he was 69 overall in ADP on Dynasty League football. Uh, and so far this month, and I, I'm assuming it's going to go down as we get to November, 95.5. So, I mean, you're seeing a drop of 25 spots. Wouldn't be shocked if it's 35 spots by the time we get to the end of the month. So, not great for Sky Moore. Uh, all right, we're going to talk about a few more receivers, some that went in the third round. But before we do that... We want to tell you about Simply Safe. All right, here is a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone, and you need the absolute strongest defense that you can muster. That is why I use and trust Simply Safe Home Security. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. It's cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back so you know that your home is safe. They have, uh, again, we, we mentioned the monitoring agents uh, that they can call you if there's a threat. They can dispatch police or first responders in an emergency. Even if you're not home or you can't be reached, Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. 
HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, not when your wife is just walking past you know, the door to go get a cookie at night. Uh, smarter ways to detect motion when the threat is real and even hazard, sen- hazard sensors that instantly detect fly or fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our monitoring agents use uh, this fantastic security to know when break, break-ins are real and when threats are actually you know, threatening uh, so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There is no safe like Simply Safe. All right, Kate, let's run through some of these third round receivers. And boy, is it ugly so far. Uh, we've got four of them. Uh, Velas Jones, two catches for 19 yards and a touchdown on the season. Yikes. <laughs> uh, talk about another receiver that um, we just like thought maybe uh, there was room for somebody to catch a football in that team. Yep. But like 25 years old, man, like he's he's they drafted him for his return ability and he's already been benched from return. stuff. Yeah, like. Not sure hands. Um, I think this guy's done. Period. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a chance he gets more involved in the offense as the season goes along. But you're eh. certainly not making a trade for him. No. Uh, next one. Oof. Oof. Jalen Tolbert. Maybe one of the worst draft picks in redraft leagues uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. One catch for four yards on the season. He's been a healthy scratch. I believe every game but one this year. This I like this one uh, almost more problematic to me than Jalen or than uh, you know Dallas Jones, Dallas Jones. Um, and mostly because of the fact that like this is a team that was hurting so badly at wide receiver and they still did not want this man on the field. That they, is a problem. The, in week one, when the Cowboys were without Michael Gallup and without James Washington undrafted rookie free agent Dennis Houston started over him and got a helmet over Jalen Tolbert. Um, We'll see. The Cowboys are pretty patient when it comes to rookies, but at the very best, he's going to be their wide receiver three at the very best. And it's not going to be this year. That's a tough one. Uh, Next one, David Bell for the Cleveland Browns, six catches for 66 yards running as the wide receiver three wide receiver four in Cleveland. I don't know. Okay. It's just so hard to tell with, with Jacoby Jacoby Brissett as a quarterback right now. Yeah, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I, I mean, again, maybe in a deep, deep league, you're just waiting for him to potentially be the slot guy when Watson comes back. But I kind of think we know what we're getting there. And then the last I, one. Go ahead. I, to be clear, I did love him, love him very much coming out of the draft, and this this situation could be a lot different with. Uh, Deion, or oh my gosh, with uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yep. Uh, I've I have DeAndre Hopkins on the mind, baby. I'm I'm ready for that week week seven return. Um, I I think that you know things this entire offense might look a little bit different. We don't really know what we're gonna get, so I'm not I'm not out on David Bell, but I I'm not making a huge effort to trade for him. Um, maybe in a couple of leagues, I'll, I'll try to stash him. If I 
But you know what, Marcus? I already roster him in most leagues because yeah. I fell for the bait. Yeah. Uh, and the last one, I have a hard time seeing Danny Gray becoming a top f- three receiver on this team anytime soon. I, I mean, the issue is just, you know, we, we have so many other talented wide receivers yeah. there. Uh, I think, you know, the scheme, fine. Um, but again, the biggest barrier is going to be the other playmakers on this roster and and the fact that he's going to have to climb his way out of a pretty big, uh, pretty deep depth chart. Deep yeah. depth. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. Um, and we know that, I mean, he's not going to have any value this year. So it's his value is all 2023 and beyond. Do you do you trust Trey Lance to be the quarterback to open up the offense and expand the the passing game to beyond two receivers and a tight end? Probably Ooh. not. So, so my my point remains, Kate. George Pickens, maybe Alex Pierce, the only receivers that have gained value since the summer. You would agree? George Pickens and Alec Pierce. That is where we're ending this podcast. And fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow uh, to get you ready for week seven. I can't believe we're in week seven already. Oh, my gosh. We want to thank you for making Locked on Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places that you download the Locked on Dynasty podcast. Follow Kate on Twitter at FFBallBlast. I am at Marcus underscore Mosher. We'll see you guys next time.